There's no right way to do it. Oh, we're going to get into it. What's up, moms? This week, we welcome Rachel Johnson to the mom group chat. Rachel is a mother of three, including a new five-month-old baby and founder of Ami Health Club and just very, very cool and down-to-earth, might I add. I kind of want to be here when I grow up. Oh, and her day job is running the law firm she founded almost 10 years ago. Casual. We talk about creating the life you want while balancing all things family, career, and passions. Her passion has come to life in the form of AMI, which is a super positive, community-focused health and wellness brand designed to make healthy living doable and sustainable. Imagine joining a group chat of motivated, accountable, like-minded women who help you stay focused and excited about your goals. That's AMI. This conversation with Rachel will get you excited about your goals, whether they be personal, career-oriented, or wellness-focused. Rachel is so funny, and while she's a wellness company founder, we discuss our love for Outback, Chick-fil-A, and bagels in this episode, so she's a real one for that. Please enjoy our conversation with Rachel Johnson. All right, good morning, guys. Today we have Rachel Johnson joining us in the mom group chat. I am so excited for today's conversation because I kind of want to be Rachel when I grow up. Um, she She's not that much older than us, but she's definitely like I feel one level ahead in her family life, in her career life. And as young mothers, I feel like this conversation is just going to be so beneficial and enriching. Um, Rachel Johnson is the founder and managing partner of a full-fledged law firm, JNO Law. She also is the founder of AMI, a wellness brand and company that I'm a part of, which is how I've been introduced to Rachel. And she also has three young kids. And I think you had your last kid last year, right, Rachel? Five months ago. <gasps> oh my gosh. I know. So she does a lot. We're going to cover a lot today. I feel like when we were thinking about topics, I was like, we could literally run the gamut from entrepreneurship, motherhood, wellness, and I hope we do because I want to touch on all of those things and I think they are all intertwined. Um, so we're so excited to have you. Thank you for being here, Rachel. Yeah. Thank you. Welcome. I'm so excited to be here. Yes. Let's kick it off. Would you just give us a little bit of background on yourself and give us like the makeup of your family? Okay. So makeup of my family is I have a seven-year-old little girl. Her name is Tyler. I have a four-year-old little boy named Penn. Um, like a pencil, P and N. <laughs> and um, I have a little girl who's five months named Isla. Oh my gosh, all superb names. Beautiful names. Yeah, <laughs> great names. Like, They're so cool. Thank you. Isla was like a name I always liked, but I make fun of it because my mother in law calls her everything but Isla. And so we all <laughs> joke that it's her name's Aaliyah, like the singer, you know. Oh, yeah. oh that's <laughs> so funny. <Yeah. laughs> She's actually gotten things like monogrammed with like Aaliyah. Oh. <laughs> she just straight oh, up changed no. her name. Sorry, Isla's just a really hard, like different. Yeah. Oh, that's wow. so funny. But it's so pretty. It's so pretty. Yeah, I always and Tyler really for a girl. Name. I love I that. I feel like I forget about that. Yeah, I love I know. that. I love we, that. We are all, Rachel, uh, pregnant right now with I girls. I listened to one of your early episodes and I was like, we all with girls? Yes. yes. Yep. 
So we're like so excited. Whitney's getting oh induced God. on Monday. Yes. Yeah, like Whitney. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm thriving over here as you can see. Yeah, it's really working up to the last minute. Oh, oh. my gosh, that is so exciting. Thanks. Yeah, and all your so- seconds. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Girl names have been on the mind. Yes. Yes. I always loved, you know, when you meet somebody or, you know, there was a girl in my elementary school whose name was Tyler. And I always thought she was like so cool. And she was like very like hippie, but she was beautiful. And I was like, if I have a girl that always stuck to like stuck to me that I was going to name her Tyler. I did the same thing, but I named all my Barbies that, so I couldn't use it. (laughs) (laughs) I always, my Barbie was always Tori, and then I ended up naming my dog Tori, and I was like, well, now I can't use it. (laughs) I feel like every, I I love Tori because of Tori spelling always growing up. With yeah. That yeah. (laughs) Okay, awesome. So, and now let's hear a little bit about your professional background. Um, You also went to Florida. Yes, Go Gators. Yes. Yeah. So maybe like take us from the the days there to where you are now. Yeah. So I went to University of Florida for undergrad and law school. Um, I have always been like a working girl up until even from high school, like when I could work. I was a hostess at Outback Steakhouse and mm. I was just always working in um, – College. I was a beer tub girl at Gator City in excess for 80s night, which Shannon, yeah. I don't know if it was around <laughs> then, but like beer tub girl for 80s night, it was just a very big thing in Gainesville. Um, and I was a beer tub girl for like three or four years, like the longest standing, most reliable beer tub girl there is. Um, wow. Sounds fun. And- I feel like Gator yes. City had just turned over when I got there. Okay. Yeah. So um, it was like the pl- place, it was packed. It was dollar beers. So everybody would hand me like $2 or you'd get a dollar. So I'd make like $300, $400 on just God. tips. And that would like, you know, be my spending money. That's um, yeah. literally so much money. Yeah. <laughs> An undergrad in Gainesville. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It was so much money. Um, And then I worked for a lawyer and I ended up going to law school and I decided to go you know, this big firm route, which was new to me. Both my parents were attorneys, but they more, my dad has his own firm and my mom um, was a state attorney and was worked in nonprofits. But I heard like, oh, you could go work at one of these big fancy firms. You could like make a lot of money, pay off your debt. Um, and I was like, oh, I'm, I'll do that. And I became a hermit my first year of law school and literally just was a mad scientist and like studied so much and got really good grades. And then my second and third year, I like partied. I got C's. I was so not a good student. If I have my like eye on the prize, I can like get it done. But if there's like no goal, I am totally just off the rails. And I feel like that's how I continue to operate. C's get degrees. Um, am I right? Yes. Like, yes, yes. Actually, my law firm that I got hired at called me and was like, I'm a little confused because we got your final transcript. And I was like, I was like, yeah, you said I just needed to do good first year. Um, <laughs> there's a loophole. So, yeah. yeah. A loophole. A personality hire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So I worked in big law. Um, I worked at two very big law firms. One is one of the biggest firms in the world. And I realized that I didn't want to work at a big firm forever. Um, And so about nine years ago, me and my friend 
um, who is also in Big Law, started our own firm, J&O, and we represent high-growth venture-backed companies, like a lot of startups. You know, we hear these days about all these companies raising money and big valuations and, you know, Series A, Series D, like that whole world is what I am in. Um, And now we have 17 people in our law firm. Wow. Um, so, so amazing. Yeah. So we really can we pause it. on this one for a quick second yeah. because my husband's an entrepreneur and Candace has her own thing going. And I'm always just so inspired by people who have the courage to break out, especially when you're at a super well-known law firm. Mm-hmm. I can imagine the the clout you get from that and just like the comfort and safety you might feel being somewhere like that even if you're having second thoughts, would be hard to break from. Like, can you walk us through if you struggled with that decision or what like pushed you to start something with your friend? Yeah, I think we discussed it, me and my co-founder, Christina, for a year before actually doing it. We would like Mm -hmm. talk to each other on our commutes after our work days and be like, we should do this, you know, and then be like, wait, we should wait a little. (laughs) Like, Mm because you're always, you get golden handcuffs and you're making this salary. And in a sense, it's easy to stay because like change is difficult and, you know, you can kind of coast and they all know you, you have nothing to really, you don't have to prove yourself. Um, But I just knew, and I would see people like one year turns into 10 years and then you're there for 15 years. And I think like there comes a point where you have to make that decision. And I think you have to be in a stable place in your life. Like I always tell people do not make these life-changing decisions when you feel really unstable, whether that's like you have a ton of loans, you're not in like house yet and you want to be in a house um like try to be at least stable in like your mind because the truth is that first year even if you are a lawyer you're not going to make a lot of money like you're definitely going to make less than what you were making before um Mm -hmm. and I think we just went in knowing that and I was like okay even if I make a quarter of what I was making at big law, like it's fine because I just want Mm -hmm. this so bad. And I know that I don't want to stay in my like other life. And I knew I had to just like a bandaid, like you kind of just got to start and do it even though it's scary. And I think so Mm -hmm. many people just don't want to like take that salary cut or that change. And it's like, you can't just start a business and out the, out of the gate, start making money no matter what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's work. For me, yeah. Like I started my own business, which I kind of got a push into it because I got let go during COVID. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that was kind of my like initial like life altering thing that happened that kind of pushed me into that. But for me, and it's the same thing that happened with this starting this podcast. I'm the kind of person that's like, if I don't stop thinking about it for five or six months and it just keeps coming up for me and I keep thinking about it and I keep wanting to talk about it, I know that I can't ignore that like voice inside of me. And that's exactly how it was with my own business. I started looking for new jobs and like looking for other things. And then I just kept thinking like, I could do this on my own. I know I could. And same with this podcast. Like we had talked, like we should start a podcast. And then 
it just kept like, I, I kept thinking about it for five or six months. And then I came to Shannon and Whitney and I was like, we're starting this podcast, whether you guys like it or not. So she's your pusher. I, yeah. yeah, I'm a pusher for sure. I mean, I'm, I, I totally agree with you. Like you do have to be in a little bit of a stable, like part of your life, but there's also sometimes the universe like hands you a moment where you could shift. And sometimes you got to take that like moment for me, it was being let go during COVID for well, sure. It sounds yeah. like y'all are so similar because Candace, you worked all through college too. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm a worker bee as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Always admired that about you, but I mean, it just sounds like you both are so driven. I am so such a coaster. I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, this is great. I don't know, but I'm just inspired that y'all are able to I guess tackle those difficult moments like that you're having to learn a lot and I think that hinders me but you both sound like you just dive in yeah I'm funny because I think part of my personality you say you're a coaster like I think I have that in me too where like in law school I was never the one to like raise my hand or like even when I worked at a big firm I was never like gunning for the cases it was just like I did good work so they kind of like ended up coming to me and I feel like I'm a coaster, but like when I'm doing my work, I do very good work, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah for um, sure. And I love mm-hmm. to veg and nap and like, yeah. I- <laughs> oh my God, we're the same. Yeah. We're the same. Person. How do you have time to veg and nap? Watch every Just Real Housewives. <laughs> well, I was going to ask with this plan that you were devising. So this was mm-hmm. almost like 10 years ago or about yeah. 10 years ago at this point. Yeah. Like, when you were thinking about your life and what you wanted to, it to look like, how did family play into it at that point? And like having kids, did you always know you wanted a big family? Yeah. I come, I'm one of five. That? I'm oh. one of five. So I always wanted a big family. We're good at three. Like we're good. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, I knew I always wanted, I think I always wanted three kids. Um And I just knew I wanted to have a flexible life. Like even this morning, I went to like go, you know, volunteer at the cafeteria. um, And I wanted to be able to do the things. And I think when you're working for somebody else um, that doesn't have a flexible like environment, that would be like, yes, go volunteer at 11 a.m. Just mark it on your calendar. Um, like that's not how big law works. Yeah. It's yeah. very different yeah. than that. Um, and I think now like this day and age, there's a lot of places you can work that are flexible where they're like, of course, like as long as you get your stuff done, just mark it on your calendar, you know, the whole team will know you're doing that. Um, but I definitely wanted that flexibility. I worked for lawyers in law school who had their own firms and I would see them like buzz in and buzz out and they were like always on the go and you know I worked for this divorce lawyer and she was like okay Rachel me and my boyfriend are going away for the long weekend just handle everything here call me if anything comes up I'm like oh my gosh I'm like you have such a good life yeah and I feel like I would look at a lot of my bosses at big law and I like wouldn't necessarily want their life (laughs) I think that's a sign Mm -hmm. yeah yeah I'm so curious to hear how you starting on me like coincides with your work life because I know for me as an entrepreneur, especially in the early stages of starting my business, like there's not a lot of time, all of my free time. And this was like before I had kids too. So it's even less now, but a lot of my, I didn't have a lot of free time and all of my free time was spent like 
doing things for my business and reaching out to new clients and like all of that stuff. So I was one of the drivers for you starting on me, like because of your work life, or I'm just curious to to hear how those two coincide. Yeah. I mean, I think Ami was started like so organically and naturally where I was a busy new mom, corporate lawyer, and I wanted to get healthy. And I was like, why isn't there anything that I can like join or be excited about? There was really, you know, Weight Watchers and Noom. And I was like, I'm just not super excited to join those two. Mm -hmm. Um, And like probably everybody else, I would like start something or sign up for some online challenge. And like after a week, it would be done. And I'd be like, no, I'm really going to do like these five workouts every week on this platform and I'm going to stick with it. And like, I would never stick with it. Or I'd be like, I try this new diet or I'm going to do intermittent fasting and I'm going to stick with it. And I could never stick with it. And I was like, how are they speaking my language? (laughs) How how do people do it? Like, is it just does your full-time job have to 24-7 be like a health and wellness job? And that's how these people do it. Um, because I just felt like nothing felt real. Um, Mm -hmm. so I started a group chat, like just like you guys. Mm -hmm. Um, and we committed to three months checking in every single day and committing together to move our body three days a week and eat healthy, simple recipes. And we'd like share what we were making. Um, And that was what I needed. And that is what helped me stick with it. Um, And now on me just incorporates that. Like we actually still have these small groups that we launch every few months where we now, like we're always changing it, but now it's going to be like 10 to 15 women together in a small group and you really commit together and you get to know the women. And it it's fun because mm. it is real women that are juggling everything too. So you're like, oh shit, if she can do that, like I have no excuse. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. It's so when different. I joined. Sorry. Go ahead, Candice. No. I, I was just going to say it's so different. Um, to see other real women do things rather than looking at like a fitness influencer do it, wow. you know, yeah. because it feels like it, I, I'm like that person's whole job is to post that yeah. workout online. Whereas yeah. like to hear yes. other moms or other women who have real lives and real jobs and real shit going on to see them do yeah. it is a whole different level of like motivation for sure. Yeah. When I joined last year I think it was like before the holidays. I was like, I need to get – this will be a good time because, yeah. you know, December can be so nutso. I think I texted Whitney and Candace this. I remember. And maybe I read it from Ami. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I basically read that you don't – like as you're gaining weight over time, which not everything's about weight, but yeah. – um, you don't gain it like half a pound at a time. You gain like – most people gain a like five or six pounds in January – or in December – over the holidays from Thanksgiving to Christmas. And then they only lose one or two for the rest of the year. So it's like this five pound increase every year. And then all of a sudden you're like 30 pounds heavier than you were, you know, (laughs) Mm -hmm. five years ago. And I was like, okay, that makes sense. So anyway, I was like very motivated in December, but I was also wanting to use it as something to look at and inspire me instead of social media because social media in general, I feel like I get on there, I scroll, and then I just feel a little bit empty. I feel less than. I feel like I need to buy stuff. But like Ami is – is uh, it's on Slack. And 
Rachel, I want you to like just give us the overview of it yeah. too so that yeah. the listeners can like understand what the community is. Um, but it's community oriented. There's like chatting. There's real pics. So it was something that I could just pick up my phone when I was like feeling that need for inspiration and get it in a much more healthy way than just looking at influencers online. Yes. Yeah. And that's like I just needed and I think we all need and if you don't, you're an alien – like that constant mm-hmm. motivation yep. of yeah. like and reminder like oh you know what I should freaking go for a walk or I should go for a jog because if not we ignore it and we like push those voices down um but I really think that's why accountability is so huge and like what I find is like a random like health coach or like somebody else like I probably won't listen to them <laughs> or I'll yeah. be like you're annoying shut up yeah. <laughs> um but when it's like other people I get much more motivated. And when you get this personal connection to starting to know them where you feel like they're your friends and they actually care, whereas like Mm -hmm. a lot of people don't care. And I feel like on me, like people actually care when you post on there that you like some girl posted that she ran like four miles in 56 minutes and everybody's like commenting and posting and like so happy for her. And it's like they actually care and they're like, Damn, that's so hard that you that actually did that. That's fire. <laughs> that's so um, yes. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. it's just, it's really that motivation and that constant reminder. And there's like a reason why Weight Watchers has lifetime members because you kind of always need that. And I think the problem that I had is I would go through these spurts of being like so healthy for like, mm-hmm. honestly, I feel like the most I lasted was like three weeks of like but I'd be like so healthy like fruits and vegetables and like just grilled chicken and then I'd be like okay like let me go on my trip and like no I don't need to do that again like that was horrible (laughs) right you're like I want to live my life I need to be enjoying my life that's what always comes into my mind when I'm like going hardcore I get really mad all of a sudden and I'm like life is short I need to be enjoying it like And then I just completely swing back in the other direction. Yeah. So that's why on me, like our big thing is we have – so we have this Slack community that has like a recipe shares channel, a product recs channel, a like read and listen where you share podcasts. Um, And then we do these small groups um, every few months, which like really gives you that big accountability. And then throughout the year, we also do different challenges. So we have like mm-hmm. a fall reboot coming up for our entire community. That's going to be one week, no added sugar challenge, um, kind of guided by our registered dietitian that's on our team. Um, okay. So it's little things throughout the year that motivate you because mm-hmm. like, that's what we need. Like that literally has what has kept me healthy because <laughs> yeah. I was never a healthy person. And I feel like I've, no, like I want Outback Steakhouse. I want Chick-fil-A. I'm not going to be like, oh, I just, I'm like really in the mood for a salad right now. Like that's just never going to be me. Um, cool. Yeah. So this will work for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So if that is you, it'll work for you. It's like, and it's, it's funny because we actually do have some like fitness freaks on there too. And I was like, I'm usually surprised. I'm seeing these like women running eight miles, nine miles, like all this, which is motivating for me because I always need people that are more motivated than me part of the chat. Cause mm-hmm. like, I feel like that's what we all do. If we all just get in a group with our friends that are like kind of motivated, we'll probably be like, F this. Let's just forget about it. So you yes. need that, like, extra You motivate motivation. each other to cheat is yes. the problem. Yes. 
Yeah. See, um, I'm, I'm the opposite. I feel like food is my downfall, which is the most important part. Like yeah. I'm, I'm great at fitness. Like if I, I'll, after I have this baby, I'll commit at some yeah. point and then I'm back in it. I'm like, orange theory, love yeah. you. I'm there every day. But then yeah. I come home and I eat like crap. Well, Whitney, that's like everybody. I feel oh like God. most women I talk to are like, I enjoy working out. I like working out. It's food that is my shit show. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's just where I can't, like, I can't help it. On the weekends, it's a free-for-all. On yep. the weekdays, if I'm really hungry, I'll grab a sandwich because that's what I want. Um, I'm excited to drink again. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, yes, it's getting to like wine every night sometimes, yeah. and you get into that pattern. Um, but as we know, and which I always tell people of like when I really got my food under control, I that's when I saw the biggest changes For because sure. yeah. food, it's like. 80%. I mean, I even tell busy people, I'm like, you don't, don't even worry about the workout. Yeah. Like once you mm-hmm. change your eating, that is, you will feel a world of a difference because we're all yeah. busy, but like we all have to eat. You have to eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And like mm. if you can somehow try and get motivated by a community like Ami or a small group or a group chat with friends to get a handle of your food, like that is what's going to be the difference and where you can really see true change. I know you're all nodding. <laughs> you're like, yeah, I know I'm it's like, hard yeah, though. Can we yeah, talk about like when, what does that look like for you, Rachel, as somebody who, I mean, is feeding a family of five mm-hmm. difficult. Yeah. You have a full-time job. You have a side business that's yeah. like a full-fledged business. Yeah. When someone feels so busy, like how do you prioritize it? And how have you have you had to like carve time out to meal prep? Like what does it look like? No. So I'm like you? not a meal prep person. Like prepping on a Sunday seems like an absolute nightmare to me. Yeah. Like I yeah. just that has never I've never been like somebody like packs all my stuff and that's it. When I started on me, what really helped was realizing that it doesn't have to be uh, this full-on recipe every time. And I think I'm like a recipe girl and I'm like, nope, I need a recipe. I need to like buy all the ingredients. I need to make it a thing. Whereas looking at these other texts from my friends, I was like, they're eating like eggs and avocado and black beans and they're eating like just chicken with veggies that they like put in their air fryer. And it wasn't these like complex recipes. And I know we all like know that deep down that like simple is Mm -hmm. better. And if Mm -hmm. you just do simple things, it really can get better. And so that's what I did when I started on me. I just really made it simple. And I was like, what can I make in 20 minutes or less? And we've started growing now our recipe library for our members. We have every recipe that you have access to online that's six main ingredients or less. And it's all recipes that have come up from our community. They look and so good. I was like stalking the Instagram and I was like, uh-huh, I wanted it all. <laughs> yeah, and it's good. It's really delicious stuff. I always make enough for leftovers for lunch um, mm. because I think as a busy mom and lawyer, I was defaulting to Uber Eats and ordering delivery just way too much. And like, first of all, if you're ordering for you and your partner or your husband, it's $70 or $60. Like it's so yeah. expensive. Like yeah. it's never going to be just $20. Yeah. Um, I'm like add on delivery. So I think 
that was a hundred percent my breakthrough like three years ago and that I can cook and you can change your ways. Like I was always like, I'm just not a cook. That's not in me. I don't like cook dinner. And I didn't necessarily feel good about that. (laughs) Like I wanted to cook. I wanted like to make dinner for my husband and my family. And I wanted to like be that person. I just chalked up like I'm too busy. I can never be that person. And like the truth is you can change. And like you just take baby steps and be like, okay, on Sunday nights and on Wednesday nights, I'm going to cook. And my husband really likes to cook and he like grills and does all that stuff too. Um, But he was always doing it. And I feel like that also doesn't feel good for the other person if like – because we don't want to always do it. Right. Um, Like it really should be both people helping. Um, And I don't know. It started feeling really good. So I think I would never cook five days out of the week. But I was like, you know, making dinner two or three days out of the week. And for me – that felt really good and I enjoyed doing it. And yes, I would have a glass of wine and I would turn on like the Sonos and I would listen to like my Eric Church country music while cooking dinner. And it kind of felt nice after a day. Um, Obviously now I'm in the baby zone and I think that sounded really nice and that's not my life anymore. And I have two um, people on on me told me that they had like – found people that would meal prep for them. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, I need more details. Like, what's the cost? Who would you find? And they're like, yeah, like I would find people that maybe they were like house cleaners or something. And they also would make rice, make beans and make chicken and they would package it and like come over and cook. And I was like, really? And I was like, how much would it cost? And they were like, like a hundred dollars. I'm like, what? And I was like, I don't even spend that. Like, I always spend more than that at the grocery store. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So I started asking friends. I was like, does anybody know somebody that would meal prep or cook? Because I feel like if you go to an actual company that does this, it's going to be really expensive. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I wanted to, like, loophole that. And so I found this girl that's in college here. And she just loves cooking. And, you know, she doesn't have, like, a degree in it. But neither do I. Like, I don't care. Um, and she really likes organic stuff and she just makes, um, like rice this week, she dropped off rice, veggies and steak and it was $110 and she does the grocery shopping. That (laughs) that includes the price of the food. Yes. Oh, that's incredible. And And then for me, it's like not cleaning too. Cause I don't mind cooking sometimes, like especially with the wine and the vibes. Yeah. But then you eat and then I'm like, oh fuck, I have to go back to the kitchen now and Mm -hmm. clean all that shit up. Well, whoever didn't cook has to clean, I feel like. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't work in my house. No. (laughs) My husband will not clean up after his clean job. My husband's least favorite chore is dishes. Like he will, that is his least favorite thing. And also to watch him do it, he's like a weird germaphobe anyway. (laughs) To watch him do dishes is torture. For me, he spends so long on one dish. I'm, I I stare at him doing the dishes like I like it takes him the, the same amount of time it would take him to do two dishes as I could do the whole load and to get it in the dish. Like that's the reason we have a dishwasher. You don't oh need to gosh. like elbow grease that dish for twenty minutes. I'm lulling because no. if any of and I were married, it would be a battle 
to like the end of time. Like we would have to just burn the kitchen down and switch to paper plates at that point. It's so funny though for you to talk about the meal prep thing. I think there's just like you you find a formula or a hack that like works for you. My husband really likes to grill too and I don't do anything with that, but yeah. we've we've got this formula where like I will buy a meat and then a veggie that most of the time will just go in the air fryer. We'll toss it in some olive oil and seasoning and it will go in the air. We're literally doing this tonight. I bought skirt steak yeah. for him to grill. The, the Brussels sprouts go in the air fryer. Mm. And then sometimes I'll like make a pot of yellow rice or something to go with it. And it's like very minimal dishes and I don't have to work. Like pretty much my job is to just put the Brussels sprouts in the air fryer. And so for, I think it goes back to what, you were saying just like with the meal prep thing, it's like, you just got to find a hack that like works for your life and like stick to that. It doesn't have to be complicated. You don't have to follow some crazy recipe from like, you know, bonappetit.com or like whatever. You can just find a simple, like a simple hack that works for you and your like family. Yes. And I feel like it can change. Like, I think you have to like also take inventory of like, what season of life you're in totally (laughs) and like maybe like that skirt steak season isn't going to be next season when you have a little baby or yeah maybe it is um but I think you always like it's okay to change I feel like you can Mm -hmm. change your ways and you just gotta do what's easiest and I feel like tell people like no gatekeeping like thank god these two people told me what they were doing and it's now literally saved in this season of my life because I'm back to work and I'm just busy and I just don't really want to worry about dinner when I get home can yeah. I ask? I was gonna ask. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna ask. Um, I think I, I'm getting a little confused on the timelines, but I think the first, like, the impetus for you starting that first group chat, you were postpartum with your second. Second. Yeah. Okay. So, how was there a difference between your postpartum periods, like pre AMI, and then post AMI? Because I would imagine now you're just a little bit more centered. Like you said, you have your eating, like what can you do like a comparison between the two? Yes. That's such a good question. Cause the first pregnancy I didn't have on me and I always, I'm five, nine. I can get really big. I usually like am over 200 pounds when I give birth and I have really big babies. (laughs) My first baby was almost 10 pounds. Um, it's going to be me. And I (laughs) freaking live it up when I'm pregnant. I have all the good stuff. I have bagels like every day of the week. Like I just, I want all the carbs and I do not deprive myself when I'm pregnant. I'm like, this is the best time. Like this is like the one thing that Mm -hmm. like you can eat whatever. Um, And I think the one difference with this compared to like my first with this one is I was walking all the time this pregnancy and I still had like all these healthy habits that I learned after my second pregnancy. Um, So my first pregnancy, like I don't even know how I lost the weight. I probably did some crash diet and like I would like find a friend to like juice cleanse with (laughs) and like do that. Me and my friend Allie would like juice cleanse for a week. Um, I have no clue how I lost that weight. For the second baby, I remember I had like 50 pounds to lose and I was like, that's when I started the group chat and I was like, I need somebody to do this with me. Like they weren't even postpartum, some of these girls, some of them were single and like living their best life. And 
but they all wanted to get healthy. Like they all wanted to change. None of us were living these like glamorous, healthy lives. Um, so we all ended up losing like 20 to 25 pounds in those first three months after right. doing that. Um, and then now like all these healthy habits really are already part of my life. And I'm just going back to it like more so. And I know, again, like the eating is where the change happens. And for me, that's really, really like dialing down and focusing on fruits, veggies, and proteins as much as possible. And knowing that like a Friday pizza night or, you know, going out to dinner on Saturday night isn't going to totally like derail anything because mm-hmm. Saturday I'm going to work out. I am going to like just do all the things. And I feel like I've just learned that I can't I think a big thing on on me when people join is like, damn, you guys are like doing this stuff on the weekends too, because I think a lot of us are programmed like Monday through Friday and then sabotage on the weekends. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then like Monday's always like, oh shit, guys, I got to get back in it. (laughs) But like, what if you could still like eat all your good stuff on the weekends, but what if you actually did a hard workout and did a really long walk on Sunday? Like that's what I do. I try and like do a hard workout on Saturday, Sunday, usually do like a long walk for, you know, three miles, leave all the kids with Glenn and just, <laughs> I'm like, well, you know, um, so I think that's like a big revelation too, which I wasn't living that way before. I would never like work out on the weekends and prioritize, you know, eating well, like a good breakfast. Um, so it's all a change and it's been four years now. So I feel mm-hmm. like it's been a very long time of doing this. Um, and every year I learn new things. Like I think just this year I've really focused on walking. I don't know if you guys know Harley Pasternak. He's like a celebrity trainer. I listen to a podcast. And of course, like, you know, that one podcast, it just opens your eyes. And yes. he said every single new client he gets, he requires them to do 10,000 steps a day. And I didn't even have my Apple Watch at that point. I was already doing on me for three years, but I wasn't into this walking all day thing because mm-hmm. um, I was like, I'm on Zooms and calls from nine to seven. Like, what would I, how would I walk all day? But like, once you start and figuring in when you can fit in these little walks, like sometimes I don't work out. I just walk all day, um, whether it's on calls or like little sprint, little spurts here and there. So I have a question because you're in Florida and I'm in Florida. Yeah. I'm in Tampa. How the fuck do you walk when it's so hot outside? <laughs> no. So the other thing is I would be like, how are these people waking up so early? Like I've never been like a 5 a.m. wake up and work out. But you have to. Like you have to get it in early in the morning. And yeah. walking early in the morning is where you're not getting the heat. Weren't you so yeah, tired? After, like she's five yes. months. I mean, when did you say like decide like I'm gonna focus on me instead of just like sleeping in? Like I, at three months. Oh, after yeah. she's three months, I I always give myself even with Pen, my boy, three months. I don't even think about this shit. I'm like watching every Indian matchmaker, Jewish matchmaker, yeah. every <laughs> matchmaker. I'm just home. I'm still eating all the bagels. Like for three months, like even people text me like, Rachel, it's been six weeks. Like I feel like I should join Ami. I'm like, six weeks? Like Mm. you got to just like – Yeah. Yeah. Like walking I I think is good for mental with postpartum. Yeah. 
like after three weeks, you should just like be walking, like not even thinking to get healthy more to like just veg out for a second and like get out of your mind um, and mm, listen yeah. to the podcast. I think with our second kids, I, I mean, I would assume like there's already a kid that's up anyway. Like yeah. we're just going to be more tired. I think <laughs> like with the first baby, you only have that infant. There's nothing else going on. I was so dialed in to him for that postpartum period. And this second time, like obviously you want to give the new baby attention and like be there with them. But there's also like a family that already exists and like a schedule that's already happening. So I feel like doing something like getting up and like just getting out there might be a little bit easier this time around or just even forced because there's already a toddler like – up and at them. Yeah. Yeah. I'm it's going to be different. Yeah. The first, like, I had such bad postpartum. I was like always crying. I remember like the week before I was going back to work, I was like sitting on the rocking. I can vividly remember like sitting on the rocking chair outside my house, like just crying so sad that I didn't want to leave my baby, even though I could just like work from home on email. Like, it's just this waves of emotion that like if somebody mm-hmm. told me just go for a walk, I'd be like, F you. Like, who yeah. the hell cares? Um, with your second, it's different. I think with my third, because I did jump into like really focusing on myself and walking and exercising, it just it helps so much with postpartum. And I know like all the doctors and people can say that. And they're like, you really need to focus on yourself and like take care of yourself. It's like the last thing you want to hear. Um, but after three, you're kind of like, mm, maybe they're right. <laughs> yeah. It's so yeah. refreshing to hear that the second time around seems easier for everyone that we've talked to because I went through that as well. Yeah. I think it's just that first baby is so like life changing. Really, it's crazy. Yeah. And the it's guilt, like, a huge like shift. To, yeah. yeah, to get an hour away, like a guilt, like of, I'm not with my baby. I'm uh-huh. on a walk for an hour on a podcast. Whereas, like, now I'm like, I'll go for like two and a half hour. Walk. Yeah, you're like, see ya. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's okay. Like most of most people's partners, if you have a partner, like want you to take care of yeah. yourself. Yeah. And they're like, yes, please go on a walk. Like, please yeah. go. <laughs> it benefits the yeah. family. Please yes. leave. <laughs> yes. Yes. For sure. Yeah. No, my my husband is like said that like he like wants me to take care of myself and it's yeah. like it's so hard with the first one I struggle the morning thing my husband is in construction he leaves for work at 4 45 a.m so I gotta it's fine he's building we're building me a um a she shed that will be my office in the back Ooh. and the reason I can't have a walking pad in here is a I just don't have any room but in my she shed I'm going to have a walking pad. <laughs> yeah. A lot of girls in so Omni have walking um, treadmills too. I just find yeah. if I, and I don't know if you feel the same way, but if I had a walking treadmill on my computer, I would not leave my computer. I feel like these True. little True. spurts of walk yeah. force me to like leave my email. Also being a lawyer, like email is like a vortex where I could totally. spend just all day responding to emails. Mm-hmm. That is so true. And you can kind of zone out when you're listening to a podcast. That's like my favorite time of the day. Or I call my mom and have like a long 45 yeah. minute talk. And uh, I just love it. I miss it so much. I can't wait. To <laughs> I yeah. know. Yeah. You're in the final stretch. But Monday, Whitney, you're. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot wait. So let's talk about. Um, 
it's Le Health Club, right? That's the yes. official name. Yeah, the Health Club. So, yeah, if someone joins on me, I mean, we've we've sprinkled a lot of the details in yeah. here, but tell us a little bit about what membership looks like. So we're the best time to join is during one of our small groups, and it is fun if you want to join with like a friend or somebody else. Um, a lot of people, why Ami came to be is because people were like, I don't have that one friend or I have friends, but neither none of them like want to get healthy as bad as I do right now. And I need people that will really be in it with me, right? Because we have those friends that are like, I'll do it with you. But then they're like, kind of fall off. And yeah. when you're really motivated and want it so bad, it's so important to have those other people that want it too. Um, Mm -hmm. so the best time to join, especially if you have goals is with a small group. Um, and we have a questionnaire and you put whether you're like postpartum, whether you want strength and consistency, whether you want weight loss. Um, I'm going to try and put the groups together like more intentionally. Um, obviously this has really evolved from, um, when we started on me and it was just like mishmash. Um, and there is some kind of fun of like, seeing somebody that like just has strength consistency goals doing all the things because you're like damn that's why she (laughs) (laughs) you know um and so you join during one of our small groups and then the idea is you do all these challenges and a lot of people end up doing the small groups over and over again because they're like oh a couple times a year i kind of need this accountability and need this Mm -hmm. push um and that's great because then they're like the leaders and leading these newbies in the small group. Um, and it's just somebody, I just talked to a new member and she's like, it feels like on me is like a big hug when you walk inside Aww. of that Slack community. Aww, and I was like, I that's that. what it should feel like. It's not, you know, our, our price point is really reasonable. It's if you do the annual, it's less, it's like $11 a month. Um, wow. So it's something that is really attainable. It can be all types of women doing it together. It's not just this exclusive like a thousand dollar thing that you have to buy and you know I felt like everything was had some ulterior motive like do this and then sell it to your friends and you know get other Mm -hmm. people to join like that's nothing that Ami is Mm -mm, no can I ask what all the perks there's like perks that come with being a member what I and also I know slack can be scary for some people because they associate it with work. But as a member, I just want to say like I appreciate it because there's no pressure to like always be engaged. It's not like gamified like that or anything. But there is a record of what's been discussed. So when you you jump in, you can scroll through and kind of like see what everybody's been up to. Like I love the read and listen channel because I am always looking for like books and podcasts. So you just like jump in there and see what people have been talking about. Um, and then there's perks. So like, there's always, you know, we're going to try this type of workout. And if you want accountability on it, there's a discount code. So there's a lot of just like fun treats that are like sprinkled in outside of all of the awesome community and accountability that come with it. Yeah. I think one thing people have said is like Slack is like, there's so busy and so much going on. I'm like, that's because we have a very engaged community. And like, Mm -hmm. there is something always going on because like every day somebody and multiple people are usually like sharing or posting or want to say something. Um, But that's what makes it great. And I think Shannon, you're right that like, 
you can just jump in. Like sometimes it's like, guys, I've been away for three months. I'm back. <laughs> and it's yeah. like, oh my God, I missed you. Like, welcome back. Um, and it doesn't have to feel, you don't have to feel like you have to do it every day. I think that's where like if you do join a small group, you are you are committing with this smaller group yeah. to check in more regularly. Of course, every day, like F that. We all have way too shit storm days to like commit to every day, but at least a couple times a week to check in yeah. with your group. Can I ask what some of the examples of what some of the challenges are? Is it like more yes. food related or workout related? So we do a spring steps, which focus on walking, which mm-hmm. is really great. We do a super clean January, which is our most popular, obviously, which yeah. focuses on clean eating and no booze or light booze. So some people are like, I can do this with you guys during the week, but on weekends I need my wine. Yeah. So it's, you know, but I think committing together on the new, no booze also makes it fun mm-hmm. um, because you're, you know, doing it with others. We do a summer of strength that's focused on strength training because um, I think also a lot of us get into habits of just like doing one thing and then forgetting about, you know, actually doing weights or something that, you know, can tone you up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have a run for Ange every November that is a public challenge um, that's a mile a day walking Ooh, and running. Nice. Yeah. That sounds fun. Yeah. Runs the gamut. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Well, I loved this conversation. Before we jump, I do have a few like rapid fire style yeah. questions we wanted to ask you, but Candice or Whitney, do you have anything else? Like I – loved this this was so inspiring and also like the AMI community I feel like for our listeners is such a good fit because Mm -hmm. it is about well community number one and we have girls who just like really love being involved with other people um we're all busy and it helps you kind of like cut out the noise and like pick a goal and stay accountable I think the accountability piece is huge and it's just fun it's like a safe space with a lot of women who are around our age. I don't know if it's open to men, but it's all it's all women and I just love that. It's like a really like nice. Yeah, we safe I actually had a guy apply <laughs> and I like I was I'm like there's no like you can join. Um so I wrote to him like, yeah of course he didn't end up joining but um yes it's open to like literally anybody the age doesn't matter obviously over 18 and um all of that but um, yeah. It's just a good vibe, like yeah. you said. The hug, it's it's really fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do we want to switch over to some rapid fire? Yeah. Let's yeah. Do let's it. do it. Okay. We'll just try and do a few of these. Um, Rachel, what is your favorite healthy breakfast right now? My healthy favorite breakfast. It's called the. Ami Athlete Smoothie. It's by our member, Lindy, who discovered it. And it's actually a smoothie that will keep you full. And I have never found this. And it has coffee in it. And it makes it really delicious. So you put a little ground coffee in it. I just do Dunkin' Donuts ground coffee because that's what I have. Um, But it's, you know, coffee, almond milk, some chocolate protein powder, banana, um, and some oats. And it's amazing. Mm. it sounds great. So good. Our the mm. recipe is on our Instagram. That Amazing. sounds incredible. But I've been having it like three or four. <laughs> I was having it like three or four days a week. Um, and it just feels healthy and it fills you up. Like these smoothies just don't fill me up and I'm ravenous. Yeah. Like and even an hour yeah. later. Yum. Yeah, I agree. That's exactly how right. I feel. 
I feel like I might be, maybe know the answer based on our interview, but what was your biggest pregnancy craving? Um, what is it? I mean, I love a blooming onion. I can like house a blooming onion so bad, and I always get extra sauce. That sauce is so good. Outback girl. I am an outback girl. Well, anybody that knows me knows I'm an outback girl. Um, So funny. So yes, a blooming onion. I would say. I feel like we all. Well, I know Candace and I love Outback. I I love Outback. Growing up in Tampa, it's like Blooming Brands headquarters. Yeah. Yes. I I remember my dad. Maybe I'll like work at Outback as a lawyer. That would like really just make my whole (laughs) circle life circle come around. Yeah. So funny. Oh my god! I bet the the lawsuits they deal with are probably crazy. Oh my god! But it's funny Um, you guys like Outback because my husband's like Outback. Like I always go there for my birthday dinner. Oh my well, God, I love the brown bread. You grew yeah. up in it's suburbia. Like, of course, you ate there. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like yeah. it's like a comfort thing for me, mm. and I actually think it's pretty good. Honestly, it is good. yeah, it's good. It's good. I feel like the Outback got to sponsor this podcast. Come on, I know. Literally, <laughs> yeah. you, have you should reach out to them. <laughs> I know we should. <laughs> okay. Now that we've discussed Outback, what's your favorite wellness account to follow? (laughs) I really like – I know her. Her name is Ashley Schmelka. She's a mom. Um, You guys can follow her. I'll send you guys um, in DMs her link. But she's really funny. She works out a lot. She drinks – I think she just posted she's been drinking celery juice for like three years straight. Um, But she – I don't know. Like on me, she doesn't take herself too seriously but she's really freaking healthy and she looks like she takes care of herself. And I just, I love that when people are just, you know, she eats the bad stuff. She goes on vacation and she does it, but you can tell she really takes care of herself. Okay. Okay. Ashley Schmelka. Yeah. We'll have to get the the link. Yeah. All right. This one's motherhood related, but what's your favorite part about being a mom? Um, (laughs) I love the like drives to school. I think that is like one of my favorite things. I think it's so cute. I feel like such a mom when I'm doing yeah. it too. Um, yeah. And I think it just, it's that little drive is so cute. They're always like so talkative. Mm-hmm. My daughter's into Taylor Swift now. So she's a DJ and we like play Taylor Swift and we oh. sing. Um, oh, our girl. Just, yes. <laughs> Is it like as a mom of kids who are a little bit older, like how wild is it watching them grow up and like have preferences and like tell you about things that you didn't know they liked and all of that? It's so wild and I I think it's funny just to see how much what you do inspires them. Like I went to the Taylor Swift concert, which once of my girlfriends – and she was like, Mila says, we're going to the Taylor Swift concert, mom. We have to get tickets. <laughs> and like, they're like little yous. They yeah. really, what you do is so important. Like even on the health and wellness front, like even like she like says, mom's favorite food is salad. And I'm like, that's so funny because she sees <laughs> me like also eat all the crap and like get a bag of candy when we go to the candy store together. But she sees me mostly eating a salad. And so that's mm-hmm. like what she thinks. Um, mm-hmm. I joke with her that she's going to be the president of Ami. And she says <laughs> she's going to be um, run a candy store. And she calls herself <laughs> Candy Girl. And I'm like, oh, Lord. <laughs> I like the opposite effect. 
<laughs> it's so funny the jobs you want when you're little. They're like, I'm, know, I'm gonna own a candy store. No, she literally her nickname. Trainer. Yeah, her nickname is Candy Girl. She's like, I want to go by Candy Girl from now on. <laughs> like, okay, Candy Girl. Yeah, it's candy Girl. I, 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 candy I actually go by Candy. Oh, I didn't know it was a. It's more well, like her like par- party alter yeah, ego. Yeah, it's more like my party alter ego for sure. Yeah. Mama. Yeah, my mom my mom actually purposely spelled my name with an A instead of an I cuz she didn't want people to shorten my name to Candy cuz she thought it sounds like a stripper which it probably does. But um and you know what? When the shoe fits, happened anyways. <laughs> no, um, when you got boobs, literally, what can you do? Yeah, like literally, since I was in kindergarten, they everyone has called me Candy anyway. So, oh my god, oh my god, yeah. it's so funny. Okay, let's see, just a couple more here. Uh, what's your favorite thing about Ami? My favorite thing about Ami is definitely that. Let me think. There's so many favorite things I feel like that it is truly an extension of me um and people say that like when they get their emails when they see our even like stories on Instagram they're like really feels like you're talking and it's you Mm -hmm. and I think that feels so good because as you build a brand I think you tend to lose that right because it's a brand and it turns into something else and I think that just really makes me feel good that it really is an extension of me and that people say that it is so welcoming and you know feels like a big hug um because that is what I want yeah Yeah. that's amazing that's how we feel about the pod we're like Mm -hmm. it's we always say it's our favorite thing we've ever done it doesn't feel like a job it feels just warm and I'm excited for us to get seven years into this, like on me. I know. I mean, it's four years, but my long four. Yeah, four years. Yes. And I think the same with you guys, because I know one of the questions, Shannon, you had is like, how do you fit in the time? And it's, first of all, like I give myself grace that like, Ami can kind of run and keep going without me being super involved. Like I can just be a member and like post in there. Um, but I just love it so much that you'll make the time. Like instead of right. like scrolling on Instagram for, you know, an hour or two hours, maybe I'm doing something for Ami. So true. Love it. Exactly. All yeah. right. I think we should close there. Where can people find you, Rachel? Find Ami if they are interested in learning more or want to join. Yeah. So go to AmiHealth.com, A-H-M-I. Um, and you can join there. You can apply. Um, we have like these small groups, like I said, every few months, there's in January, we'll do our super clean January and a small group in February. So that'll be like a 60 day thing, which will be a great like way to jumpstart and have a ton of new members um, and really feel like you're starting the new year fresh without a crash and burn. Um, Like we all tend to Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. unfortunately. Um, So that yeah. Ami Health, and then you can follow us on Instagram at Ami, A-H-M-I dot health. Awesome. And we'll be posting. You'll see all these links from us. But this was such a fun conversation. Thank you so much for being here with us, Rachel, and squeezing us into all of your stuff. It was (laughs) so fun. Yes. Yeah. Thank you so much. Quick plug here. If you're interested in joining AMI, now is a great time to do so because they are launching a small group challenge 
starting October 2nd. If you join a small group, you'll get matched with 10 to 15 members who have similar goals as you. So for example, you might be matched with other moms or people who feel work overwhelm and want to focus on moving their bodies regularly. You'll have regular check-ins and access to all the Omni resources that come with membership. If you're looking to supercharge your accountability in a super positive way, this is a great way to do it and also a great time to do it as we ramp up for the holidays. All the information you need is provided in a link in our show notes. Thanks. Thank you so much for being a part of our mom group chat. New episodes drop every Tuesday. And don't forget, the group chat is blowing up on our Instagram page. So make sure you're following along over there. All right, gotta go. My toddler just put something in her mouth.